Hi, and welcome to Whole Heart Transformation. I am Melissa Alguera, your personal identity life coach. Let's go to the podcast. Hey guys. Well, I'm so glad that you're here today, just coming on and growing with me um, in Whole Heart Transformation. The topic I want to discuss today is it's a really sensitive topic for me because I've spent the last three years after discovering my husband's betrayal and his addiction. Um, I spent the last three years working really, really hard on my healing. And I wanted to talk about this because, you know, healing, it's not linear. And a lot of us feel like, man, I'm so fractured. I can't help anybody else if I'm still hurting or I'm still in pain or I'm still experiencing trauma responses. A lot of us feel like we can't help others. And I just want to share with you the truth about that because it's not true. You can help others. And just to remind you, we're all in a process of healing. None of us arrive. And I think when it gets muddy is when other people put an expectation on us that our pain is too big or what, like, how are you helping other people and you still have this pain? This is real. People that are not experiencing their own healing process are not people that I want to go to with support and help because I understand that healing is this long journey of undoing and and unfolding and facing different parts that have been pushed away and alone. And with that being said, there is no person on this planet that has arrived because we are we're human and our human nature is fallen in this space and we don't we don't have uh, the capacity to be perfect. We can definitely try that but it doesn't work. So there's your, there's your reality for today with that. Okay. So with what I've learned from being betrayed, um, number one, what I've learned is that someone else's choices are no reflection on me. It doesn't define me. Um, it doesn't You know, I'm not responsible for somebody else's choices. I'm not responsible for the outcome of someone else choosing to do something betraying. And this took a while to unpack for me because it feels so personal when we're betrayed, especially if you were like, like for me, I'll I'll give an example for me. You know, I was very loving. I wasn't perfect, but I was very loving Um, I, I didn't resist sex. I didn't, um, you know, I didn't stop taking care of myself. I've pursued my healing all throughout my relationship and prior to my relationship with my husband. And yet he still betrayed me. And so it's like, wait a minute. Uh, Like if I'm being a healthy person and I'm, you know, and I have skills and talents and I'm smart and I'm intelligent and I'm all of these things. How does that choice of his define me? And how, how is it that his choice 
would be my fault. And so that took a long time to unpack. And I will say there are parts of me, the betrayed parts that hurt. Because let me explain to you, when you when you are betrayed by your most intimate partner, the fracture that happens with that is massive. Like, it's almost like I think about it like a like if you had a mirror that was whole, and somebody just put a hammer through it, and there's all of these shattered pieces. That's what betrayal does. And what we're doing in our healing process is putting pieces back together. And so as we do that, as one piece comes back together, it's like, oh yes, like in this place, I can hold space and I can help others heal in their process. And so with that being said, if you are shattered from betrayal, you know, it takes a while to unpack that you are not at fault for somebody else's decisions. You know, that person, no matter what they do or say, like if we were in a court of law and something illegal was done, unless we're an accomplice, it's not like the person who's done the the crime pays for that crime alone. You cannot blame anybody for your choices at that point. It is based on how you decided to operate in your life. Now, yes, with that being said, trauma, unhealed wounds from childhood, and all of that play a role too in the person's decision to make, you know, very poor choices. Yes, that is a part of it. But ultimately, we are responsible alone for our choices. And so what I learned was that betrayal and the people involved in my betrayal, they are responsible for their own choices. Okay, so number two, healing is impossible without community. It, it We need, we're, we're designed in so many ways. We're spiritual beings, you know, we're flesh beings. We're, we have a soul. We have parts of us that are so um, complex and we need a community of people for a couple reasons. Um, number one, scientifically, when we have another person's brain that mirrors our brain, we can rewire and heal with another person. It, we are not meant to do anything alone. We are supposed to be doing it in community, our healing, our process. And then number two with that, like spiritually, you know, we, we have the spiritual part of us that is met with a deeper level of healing when we bring that into community with other people. And when we go into isolation, we isolate the parts of us that are so um, already in pain. You know, the, when we isolate, it does something to us. I think this is when people really are unhealthy they start to die, you know, slowly depression becomes a huge aspect of their life and they are not able to heal properly when they are alone. And I know that's hard to understand when you face, when you're facing betrayal, because betrayal feels so isolating. It feels so damaging. It feels so embarrassing and shameful. And that's why healing the first piece in community, like I was talking about, you know, learning that somebody else's choices are not my fault. You know, I'm not responsible for somebody else's choices. 
the only way to really gather the truth about that is by being in community because the community around can start speaking truth and welcome you welcoming you into love and a process you know um it's like one of the really painful beliefs after betrayal that is is not something that you know no one says to themselves i'm just going to believe this no it's just like in it's just like what happens with sexual betrayal specifically is that we start to believe that you know we're not sexy enough or not beautiful enough or i could have done this or done that and the reality is is when you step into a room of other people who have been through what you've been through and you see how beautiful they are and how ta- i mean successful people or women or whatever when you start to see that those people are also you know dealing with the same type of pain and trauma of betrayal you start to go okay like this really is where i need to be because i'm understanding this really wasn't about me and i'm finding other people in community who are having the same experiences as me and i can heal within that community and also to take it further you know if you if you struggle to only have your healing and just betrayal community. You know, one thing that was so impactful for my husband and I was to have our church um, start to learn how to hold space for people and and heal. And, you know, we, we've been in groups now for, well, geez, like it's been, you know, three years now where we've, where we've built this um, community around, you know, mirroring and validating and empathizing. And when people can learn to do that in just a normal community of, of maybe other Christians or, you know, it doesn't have to be at church. It can be just your friend community. When you can do that, they can hold your pain and they're not taking it personal and taking it on or like saying it's too much. That is even more healing and undoing that aloneness. Um, okay. So number three, there's a difference what I've learned. Okay. So there's a difference between my betrayal trauma and my, um, spirit led self or, um, my core self. So like, like I kind of gave that visual of the mirror being smashed betrayal trauma. It, it does, it fractures the soul. Um, you know, even our spirit can be affected by that. And, and the way I see it is, is our, we have, you know, our spirit is whole and all of that, but, but it's hard to connect to your spirit when you've had this type of trauma because of all the shattered pieces that are constantly talking to each other. And if you haven't heard my podcast about parts, I recommend you go back to listen to that because you can really understand the difference between your core self, your spirit led self versus betrayal trauma and the fractures that happen with betrayal trauma, they are very different. And so what I've discovered is, you know, my, the parts of me that have been severely wounded and some of these, uh, you know, don't all happen from betrayal. They, it didn't all happen from betrayal, but, um, some of them, a lot of them did. And so when I started to learn that I could connect to my spirit led self, I could help people from that place and, and still have 
the betrayal trauma process of healing. And so it's really important to understand that because if you don't understand that, then you're not going to thrive in your healing. You're just going to continue to think like, okay, I, have, I need to, I need to arrive. I need to arrive. I need to arrive. And then we never arrive because really every, every part of our healing is a process. But when we learn that we can connect to our true self, we can help other people from that place. And that's being grounded. That's being, you know, connected with other people. All of that, how we do that is by connecting with other people and continuously doing that space of aloneness and bringing ourselves into community with other people. So you can absolutely be a person who is dealing with betrayal trauma, but still connect to your core self that is grounded and knows who it is. Like, you know who you are. And yes, there is a fracture, but you still know who you are. And so you can operate out of that while also holding the tension of the trauma that has happened. And when it shows up, when the betrayal trauma side effects show up, you can hold space for that and do that, especially with other people. Okay. Um, number four, relational ruptures such as sexual betrayal need outside help. Without that, you will not move forward. You will not be able to heal your marriage. We've had to use so many different avenues. I, I think we've been to, oh my gosh, we've done coaching, uh, all types of coaching, all types of therapy. And now we're even doing a new therapy. And I'm so excited because I just found something by uh, Dr. Jake Porter where it's like how to learn as a couple, how to grieve together and make meaning about the past and build a new future. And so even with that, having that outside support and help and getting those other brains involved that can help in the process of healing is vital to healing a relationship if you do choose to stay. All right, number five, um, what I've learned from betrayal is that I can thrive even with pain. And this seems really counterintuitive because the pain is, is always present in a sense. It's either low level or it comes up really big. When it's at a low level place, I can honor that. I can sit with it. I can share with my friends, but then I can continue and move forward even though the pain is present. It makes me think of um, like, you know, having a backache, you know, you've got this backache and it's always present, but you can still get your work done throughout the day. You can still move and do, you know, take care of the kids. You can still, you know, make dinner or whatever it is that you need to do in life. You can still um, thrive in life, even with pain. And lastly, and I just want to sit on this one just for a few minutes. This is a pretty quick podcast today. I got to admit, I did another one earlier and I was like, "Ooh, I don't like it. So I wanted to just share this piece with you because I feel like it's so important. So the last one is what I've learned from, you know, experiencing betrayal is that I can build a new life, a new meaning, a new foundation from the ashes of the greatest pain I've ever experienced. And I have done this. And the way that I did it was really the description would be like, it felt like 
I was in a pit with mud and yuck all around me. And it was just pouring down rain as this mud was just consuming me. And so what I did was I, I started off immediately, like I found a um, betrayal trauma course and I started in that. And every morning I got up and I did the work. And I remember thinking, this is so stupid. Like, how can this information and doing this and doing that help me in my process? Because this like feels detrimental. And so, and it, and it absolutely was, I mean, when we have relational ruptures with our partner, it is life or death to our system. It feels like that, the experience is that. And so in order to overcome that feeling of death, we have to be able to find a way to get out of that cycle of, of despair. And so I remember the, the visual being like, I'm like literally like pulling myself up over this pit and it's like muddy and slippery and I'm working so hard and like using my elbows to get out of it and my knees and whatever I could and I'm slipping back in the hole and then I'd come back out and I'd find a new thing and I'd do a new thing to get out. And I just remember thinking, how will I ever function again? All I knew, all I ever knew was to be a hairdresser and a mom. And so the whole thing was, I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to make this worth my life. Like my life has been destroyed by this, but I'm going to make something out of it. And so I went and got my um, coaching certifications and I went and got several coaching certifications. And then I totally started a whole new business and a whole new life. And I watched people transform their lives out of the pain that I took and formulated into something that could be good, like gold for other people to heal from. And if I had not experienced that betrayal, I don't think that I would be able to help people the way that I do, because it, it pushed me, it pushed me into wanting something greater and better and bigger for my life. And then now it's, I've gotten so much healing and push through that you know, I was able to eat. I was, I was asked by my pastor to preach a couple Sundays ago. And I'm pretty sure that I'm the first woman to do that in five years at our church. And not to say that they haven't welcomed women. Of course they have, but I don't know if other women have, have wanted the opportunity. And so I was allowed to do that. And through that, I spoke about grief and the grief process. And I watched people come up who had not been grieving, who had experienced so much pain and heartache, enter the place of grieving. And I've been hearing for weeks now, the ripple effect of that message for people to invite them into that grieving space and healing and how to do it and how to know when they're stuck and how to do it in community. You guys, like being able to change my foundation because I used the ashes of what I was given from the pain to help other people has been mind blowing. And to be able to make something out of the pain and trauma that I've experienced is the most rewarding thing that I could ever have. And so as hard as it is, as hard as it's been, and, and, and I'm still in the process of building something new, even within my marriage. It's been a hard, grueling process. But each step that I've taken in my life from betrayal 
each thing that I do to create new meaning for me rewards me and my system and, and tells me that I am worth being healed for, and I am worth healing for and helping others in the process. And so if you're listening to this and anything resonates with you, I, I'm just so happy that you were able to hear my experience and, and have a yes inside for you. And I invite you, if you are in pain and trauma because you've been betrayed, I invite you into a new perspective of healing. You can heal. You can thrive. You can build new meaning. Thanks for listening. If you have found today's podcast helpful, please like, subscribe, and share. If you are interested in coaching with me, go to www.identitylife.coach. And you can also find me on Instagram, identity.life.coach.